You're listening to the Filthy Fantasy Football Show. Everybody, welcome to another exciting episode of the Filthy Fantasy Football Show. Safe space for you foul-mouthed fantasy players out there. As always, your boys, King Josh, Josh the King, Big Rome, Fantasy Fish. What the fuck's going on, guys? How's it going? So there's football happening tonight. Mm. At least finally now there's football happening tonight. <laughs> Earlier in the game, it was not looking like that. <laughs> Pittsburgh has now scored 20 points in five minutes. And Minka Fitzpatrick ta- tackled Dalvin Cook by the dreadlocks. Ouch. This is why you shouldn't have predator hair. Yeah, you should. Man, Dalvin Cook, 21 rushes, 190 yards, two touchdowns tonight while wearing a RoboCop shoulder sling. It gives him super superpowers. I guess so. I, I guess that shoulder's not as bad. You know what? They give him that, was it, uh, give him one of them shots right to the shoulder and he's ready to rock and roll. Cortisone. Yeah, man. I don't know. It's nice to, oh, never mind. Minnesota just scored. There goes my fucking plus three. I took Pittsburgh plus three, and I'm not happy about it. Who scored? KJ Osborne. CJ. Yeah, KJ. Oh, hell yeah. I started him in our home league. 62 yards. You go to hellfish. You go right to hell. You're right. Woo. (laughs) But Najee Harris having a good game. That's kind of been his thing, though. Just, you know, shitty offense, but Najee's good. I mean, Deontay is dope. I like Deontay Johnson. We're, well, it's my pre-show we were talking about. I was like, man, Deontay Johnson's good, but Ben Roethlisberger's a piece of shit. <laughs> big Ben looks like one of those Ents from Lord of the Rings. This big fucking tree folk can't move. He still has the fattest face in the NFL, I swear. It's like two hamburger buns just shoved into a helmet. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, for tonight's show, we got news and noise around the league. We're going to break down your NFC matchups for week 14. So let's go ahead and just dive right in. We knew this was going to happen, but Ryan Fitzpatrick having season-ending hip surgery. So Taylor Heineke show rest of the year. Adam Thielen did not play tonight, but he the MRI showed that he does not need surgery. So he could be back sometime this season. So that's some good news. Seahawks defensive end Jamal Adams tore his labrum and suffered additional shoulder damage, so he's having season-ending shoulder surgery. His career, four interceptions. There's optimism that Alvin Kamara is going to return on Sunday. He has practiced all week, so that's good news. What do you mean, no? (laughs) (laughs) I just got a good feeling he's not going to play. Mark Ingram's out, so I mean... And Ty Montgomery might be out, so... Could so be. Tony Jones. Yeah, maybe. Uh, Logan Thomas has been placed on IR. Season's over for him. Yeah, we knew that. He sucks. <laughs> J.D. McKissick returned to practice today. So he could be back in the mix coming over the concussion. Wide receiver Elijah Moore, New York Jets, is day-to-day. Did not practice today. Keep an eye on that because that really sucks, man. That guy's really been coming along. He Elijah Moore was looking like a potential championship winner for you. But uh, not not so good. Uh-uh. Uh, running back Tevin Coleman of the New York Jets in the concussion protocols. Keep an eye on that. Because with Michael Carter out, could be the Ty Johnson show, which is really gross. 
Lions quarterback Jared Goff is among one of the nine players in a flu outbreak, not a COVID herpes outbreak. So keep an eye on that. Uh, Taysom Hill, he was also a full participant in Saints practice. So that's good news. Uh, Mike Williams, wide receiver for the L.A. Chargers, he was placed on the COVID herpes list not because he had COVID but because of close proximity to Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen is more than likely out for Sunday, but there is a chance that Mike Williams could be activated because of the close proximity. Uh, he did he tested negative, so I guess that's that's good. good yeah, I wonder how that works. Like, what's considered close proximity anymore? Because if when you all ma- the whole when you make offense out- goes in a huddle. Then they're fucking all close to each other. That's a good point. You know sense. the COVID, the COVID stuff also doesn't make sense because like you know if you're un if you're unvaccinated like Adam Thielen is he has to wear a mask on the sideline, but you can put 150,000 people in the crowd and that's okay. The world makes oh, no yeah. goddamn sense. The other thing with the whole like oh if you test negative like doesn't sometimes you have it and the test is negative. Yeah, and you're that, well, spreading that's why, it to everybody anyway. That's why you, know? you, have like, to have, you have to have two negative tests uh, two days in a row. Oh, that's true. That's a good point. Yeah. It's not like a one-off kind of thing. So, like, if you test negative, you have to because you have to separate from the team, and then if you test negative, that's good. And then if you test negative a second time, then you can return because that probably means that you're fine. Melvin Gordon, running back for Denver Broncos, is practicing. He says he was ready to play on Sunday, but decided not to. So that kind of sucks because, you know, free Javante. I'm really liking that. Arizona Cardinals open the practice window for Chase Edmonds so he could return this Sunday. I'm not – I don't know. James Conner's been so damn good that I – I think Conner's now going to be the 1A to Chase Edmonds 1B. Agreed. Uh, I agree to an extent, but we thought that early in the season and it never happened. I don't think he'll play this week, though. Uh, yeah, probably not. Especially because th- th- they have a stronghold on that NFC. Why rush to bring them back? You know, they're playing for the playoffs right now. So, and it sucks that they, that the owners and players don't care more about our fantasy teams. You know, the fuck, man. Bastards. This is true. Running back Tony Pollard broke his left plantar fascia on his long touchdown run. So. He, they're hopeful that he can play this Sunday. Zeke says he's feeling good. They did an MRI on his knee and it's showing improvement. So I guess that's good because I've been really let down by Zeke this year. Fantasy darling Randall Cobb, he had a core injury and he's going to be out for quite some time because it's a pretty significant injury as quoted by coach Matt LaFleur. And that sucks. I like Randall Cobb. Not good for fantasy, but I like Randall Cobb. I mean, he's done. He was amazing for fantasy like 10 years ago. Amazing is... That's, Dude, he was a stud. He was, he was a stud. He was okay. He was never as good as Jordy Nelson. Jordy Nelson was good. He's no Donald Driver, though. <laughs> He's no Donald... Damn it, he stole it. <laughs> Motherfucker. Let's see. Darren Waller, still out with the knee-slash-back injury. And Jalen Richard. He's still on the IR and COVID herpes. So, you know, the Raiders are in dismantle, falling apart as they do, as is tradition. Kadarius Tony didn't practice today. Sterling Shepard did look good, and he should play, which is uh, good news. 
And Saquon Barkley will play. Uh, oh, and Mike Glennon has there's they're believing that he will be cleared of the concussion protocol and will be the starting quarterback against the LA Chargers. Elijah Mitchell, knee concussion, still not practicing. Jeff Wilson was upgraded to a full participant in practice. So might be the Jeff Wilson show with a little bit of Jamichael Hasty sprinkled in there. That's all I got. That's it, bro. That's it. Yep. Cool. Agreed. All right. Well, let's dive dick first right into your matchups then. Oh, hell yeah. Five and seven Falcons taking on five and seven Panthers. Panthers are favored at minus two and a half, over 142 and a half. So on the, uh, on the Atlanta side, we all like Cordero Patterson. And Russell Gage might be a sneaky flex. My my biggest concern for them though is is more it's Kyle Pitts. So I mean he was he was drafted in fantasy drafts very high, you know a lot of expectations for him. Even had some very good games, but over the last couple of weeks, let me see if I can get his stat line here. Just piss poor. Um, here it is. So he he is the tight end eight on the year. But he hasn't had double-digit fantasy points since week seven. Um, 2.7, 2, 7, 8, 4, 3, and 6. Are, I mean, are you looking elsewhere for a tight end, or do you still have to just go out there and bite the bullet and you start pits? I mean, you, uh, I don't know. you probably just go out there and bite the bullet. I agree. I'd start him. He's still getting targets, right? So it's not like he's... Lacking production for any other reason. Yeah, but like, it, I don't know, man. It just sucks not having double-digit points since week seven. That's so long ago. That was a whole fantasy lifetime ago. But I agree. You got to start Pitts. I mean, to me, he's still a top 10 play, even though it's yucky. Um, other side of the ball, you know, I don't know. Cam Newton's gross. Chubba Hubba, you know, RB2. Hell yeah. Chubba all day. DJ Moore should be better, but you know, I don't know. He's he's like a low wide receiver too. That's what. So you start Chubba Hubba, you start DJ Moore. That's about it. Cam Newton maybe a streamer if you have a. Who's on by? Fuck that dude. Fair enough. That's a good answer. (laughs) (laughs) Cam Newton is one of the guys he's either going to get be like the QB. That's going to get you five points, or he'll get you like 30 points, and you just don't know. It's true. Then you stream him, stream him if you want, but who knows what you'll get. Yeah, stream, stream at your own risk. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on, eight and four Cowboys taking on the six and six Washington football team. Cowboys favorite at minus four, over under 48. Go Dak. The number one matchup for fantasy quarterbacks is the Washington football team. Although they have been better the last few weeks, I think this is a good game for Dak. Hey, we got an interception by Pittsburgh. Tackle him. I need a Deontay Johnson touchdown. Good. Yeah, there you go. Beautiful. Beautiful. Okay. You start Dak. (laughs) You start Zeke. Now, Tony Pollard, knowing that he now has the foot injury, that actually came out today. So when when we did our rankings of Pollard, I loved Pollard coming into the week. But 
what do you do? Can you still play Pollard knowing that he has a broken plantar fascia in his left foot? I mean, now granted, there's if he's out, obviously you're not going to play him. But it, let's say he's cleared and he's good to go to play. What do you do with Pollard? Can you play him? Come like, do you play him? Fuck that dude. <laughs> no, I, I mean if he's did he broke his plantar whatever whatever. No, I probably can't. Makes me upset. I've got a lot of shares of Pollard. And he, I, I am one that is guilty of starting Elliot and Pollard on the same fucking roster. Hey, That's man. happened multiple times. But I'm, I would be nervous to do that with Pollard. I mean, it better come out that he's good to fucking go. I need to look it up. What do you think? Hit me with a link of what it's spelled. How it's I, spelled. I was gonna say that's the same thing that Tilsom, Taysom Hill has, I think. So I mean, maybe depending upon how broken it is. I mean, Gibson played through a broken bone. Like, like, how broken is it? You know, is it like just a tiny fracture? Or is it a pretty big fracture that has risk of re-injury? I mean, how painful is it? And how how his pain tolerance... I wish there was more information on, like, hey, he'll play, but he'll be on a snap count or something like that. But they haven't really said much other than it's broken. That's definitely a... Uh, hey, Pat Fryermuth touchdown. But that's uh, that's very much a monitor the practice report and see what happens with Tony Pollard. Um, I mean, coming into the week before, I knew about the hurt foot. I I I ranked him at fucking uh, twenty two. You know, I thought he, I thought he was like a decent RB two, but uh, you know, now, now that he's, I mean, if he's out, obviously you're not playing him. But it's uh, it's a bit scary. But you know what? That's okay who's, if you're playing. Who's Zeke the third and, running back there? Corey Clement. Huh. No, I wouldn't touch Corey Clement. Well, I'm just I w- I'm not either, but I'm I'm just thinking like if Pollard reaggravates his injury and Z- Elliot reaggravates him, then Corey Clement's the last man standing in the fantasy playoffs behind a good That's, offensive line. That is correct. So it's a it's might be one of those good like if you have the, the roster capacity, like I'm gonna add him just in case these both these guys reaggravate. Yeah, well, I mean, we talked about this before. Now's the time to start picking up these. Uh, I mean, if you can afford the the bench spot, you know, you pick up some of these these backups because if you know Zeke's not a hundred percent, and if Pollard has a broken foot, you know, who knows how serious that is? Now, now all of a sudden, Corey, you don't want to be in a fucking fab bidding war for Corey Clement when you can get him for free right now. So they're gonna fucking both get hurt and. This is going to be the fucking Todd Gurley show, and he's going to ruin fantasy leagues everywhere for whoever has the most fab. Rome's one of the biggest Just Todd Gurley fans I know. He would love Todd Gurley. I, I'm holding him in a dynasty league. Hey, Just DeAndre Johnson, two-point conversion. I'll take it. Anyways, so that that's, uh, that's you know, C.D. Lamb, love C.D. Lamb. Mari Cooper's good. Michael Gallup, you know, sneaky wide receiver three, you could definitely play. Dalton Schultz, you know, top ten tight end. Uh-huh. You, you, I mean, Dallas is pretty straightforward. You play your Dallas guys. Just Tony Pollard was scary. Although I was going to say, Rome, um, don't be, don't feel bad about playing the Zeke Pollard thing. Like I knew people that were playing the Chubby K Hunt, the Chubby Cunt, all over in Cleveland. You know, earlier yeah, in the that's, year. That's way better. That's true. <laughs> I, I think. A chubby cunt like, is better than uh chubby cunt is better than a than a I can't even think Pollard Zeke. So yeah. other side of the ball, Gibson 
man, I loved Gibson. I still love Gibson. He's still my my favorite chocolate man. But you know, hearing the JD McKissick may or may not be coming back, that's going to eat into because like that's what's been Gibson's. I mean, he's been getting 20-plus carries last few weeks, which has been awesome. But it's because he was getting the passing game as well with McKissick out. But now that McKissick's potentially back, that car, that cuts into Gibson's workload. I mean, you still start Gibson. Now, now that I know that McKissick, if, if McKissick's back, he actually might be an interesting you know sleeper flex um, purely because he'll get you seven-plus catches for 50 yards and – you know, and half or full PPR scoring, like that's not too shabby, especially if you're desperate. Terry McLaurin. I love Terry. Terry Mack's one of my guys, but he's been poop for the last two weeks. Um, yeah. You know, you still start him. Rome, I see you hate Ricky Seals-Jones. I mean, I don't hate him. I just dislike him. <laughs> A lot. Why do you hate Washington's tight end so much? I hate tight ends. All of them. <laughs> Weren't you a tight end at one point? I was yeah, but you tight were a tight end. You played tight end in college. <laughs> I was a tight end. I hate them all. <laughs> you looked in the mirror. You fucking yeah. tight end. You fucking piece of shit. <laughs> Go play Fair defensive enough. end or be nothing. <laughs> <laughs> was it tight end? It's like you're, you're not fat enough to be an offensive lineman and not fast enough or skinny enough to be a wide receiver. All those things are true. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, some of them can catch and some of them can't. So it's like, eh. Were you the end line blocking kind or were you the guy that was a good for the four yard out? Uh, I could I could catch a four yard. I got hands. I just I couldn't run out of the fucking room, man. <laughs> no yak. It's like, yeah, no, I'll no. get you. <laughs> yeah, you give me a four yard hot route. Zero. Yeah, you give me a four yard hot route. I'll get you the ball. You let me buy. I'll run a. I'll go run a three-step down block on a motherfucker. But I ain't gonna run. I ain't gonna run a seam route. <laughs> I that was like go that, nowhere. That was like my thoughts. Like if I if I ever got a chance to play running back, it's like, hey man, if if you need three yards, I'll get you three yards. But if you need ten, I'll get you three. You know, just <laughs> that, that that's all you're getting. But <laughs> all right, moving on. Seven and five Buffalo taking on nine and three. Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay favorite minus three and a half over under 53 and a half. You know, that over under 53 and a half, I really don't see that happening. Especially given the fact that New England just beat Buffalo when a quarterback only threw the ball three times. Actually, remember. Yeah, you got to rule that out, though. That's like an anomaly. It was hilarious, like though. 30 love, mile an hour wins. It was hilarious, but you can't, you can't like, consider I love that, that it happened. Like, remember, around Thanksgiving. I talked about how Matthew Judon was the most hated man in the NFL because he says he hated macaroni and cheese. I, I, he's kind of redeemed himself here because here's a wonderful quote by him. He says, hats off to the offense. Besides Mac, he really didn't do nothing besides hand the ball off. <laughs> and I was like, I like I mean, that. You're a good man, Matthew fun at it. That's It's good. Hey, that's hard, man. They like, the Bills couldn't hand the ball off. They fumbled a couple a time on a handoff. So, you know, that that's true. He transitioned the ball smoothly. (laughs) But I mean, but but the fact that the over under is so high like that, I don't know. Tampa Bay's defense has been good. Buffalo's defense has been really good. I mean, we all ranked Josh Allen very high because you have to. 
I feel like, and I'm sure you guys might agree, if you can avoid the Buffalo Bills running backs, you should. Yes. Especially, you know, especially if you're really fighting for that spot in fantasy playoffs, you really don't want to be relying on these guys, especially Tampa Bay. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, especially against Tampa Bay. Good one Lord, of the better run the other direction. Yeah, one of the better running back uh, defenses, and then uh, you know you play Diggs. That you know, Manny Sanders and Beasley Davis. Like I don't know, it's hard with those other wide receivers because I think Sanders is done. You know, I, I think I think the age is finally caught up to him. Um, he's just he's looking. I really wish they would throw. Davis on the field more because he right now towards the end of the season is looking like he has more juice than Sanders and Beasley, but he's not in enough to play him. Yeah. Davis looks good. Davis reminds me. He's kind of like, like how they really took advantage of uh, John Brown's speed. It was like last year, two years ago, you know, and Allen's got the arm to huck it behind everybody. And Gabriel Davis has that separation speed that can get him into the end zone. But like you said, Fish, because they have Beasley and they have Sanders. Davis is just kind of like left out in the cold. But I don't know. Yep, they're stuck to the names. It happens in fantasy yeah. and it happens in real football, you know? Yeah, but I mean, you know, again, similar to the running back situation, if you can avoid Sanders, Beasley, and Davis, I would too. I just, it's too yucky. You play, you play, you play Dawson Knox. I love Dawson Knox. He's a tight end you should dude. like, bro. No, fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you and you. <laughs> that being said, I have him rated higher than you. So. I was about to say, you like him more than I gotta, me. <laughs> I got to rate him somewhere, though. He's got to be ranked. Other side of the ball, Tom Brady. Still play Tom. Played Leonard Fournette. God, Leonard Fournette, man. Talk about a resurgence in his career. Yeah. I he think it's because he he's number seven now. I think that That's really exactly helped. what it is. I don't, I don't want to hear shit about people who don't. I don't know people who don't value numbers. It makes a fucking difference. It's not just to these guys, to the guys, like to the players themselves. It makes a difference. Yeah, well, athletes are like the most superstitious people. Mm-hmm. You know, like I remember, like like in, in in high school when we played football, I had I had a specific undershirt that I wanted to wear in football games, but if we lost, I couldn't wear that shirt ever again. <laughs> Never mm-hmm. wear it ever again. You got to get that bad juju away from me. But, you know, you win a couple games. That was my game day undershirt. It was like the one that always had me had me ready to rock and roll. But, yeah, Leonard Fournette, he's great. You play Godwin, you play Evans. Do you think Antonio Brown plays football again this year with the whole fake COVID thing? Because no, people want to lock this man up. Yeah, I think he'll play football again in the playoffs. So not fantasy football. I mean, he could play uh, the last week, but... You know, I'm holding on to him for the championship in case I make it because, like, who else am I going to pick up, you know? One day when Antonio Brown dies, I really hope they examine that brain because, you know, there's all sorts of CT upon that bitch. Because, like, I, there's like, no way. I think that a he, lot of he, it, though, is, like, weird narrative. Like, what? how is he suspended? But Aaron Rodgers, I get it. It's not he didn't fake anything. But who like I don't know, man. It seems so horseshit to me. Just let him fucking play he football. Fucking Aaron Rodgers lied the same way. He said he was exactly good. He said he was immunized. It was the way he worded it. 
that's what he said to the media. But what do you say about like to the NFL behind the scenes? Because for some know. reason they didn't know that he wasn't vaccinated, and so he, he must have lied then too, right? Yeah, but I mean, there was also yeah. some other what, bullshit. What did you tell the NFL he was immunized? They'd be like, "What the fuck? Give me the card or don't." <laughs> well, it's yeah. also one of those things where I think. Uh, I don't know if it's true because, like, who knows what to believe anymore. But they talk about how Aaron Rodgers, he's allergic to one of the ingredients in the vaccine. And on the FDA website, it even says if you if you have an adverse reaction to, you know, whatever the thing is, you know, don't take the vaccine. So, but that oh, that's we're we're going off on a tangent there. But uh, yeah, Gronk's been great. We both ranked him, you know, he's number three. God, Gronk, dude, Gronk, man, t- again, talk about resurgence. I-, I think that year off of football really helped him to yeah. just actually get healthy. And it's nice to see because it's like, I think you forgot how goddamn good Gronk was. I still remember because when Gronk was at Arizona, my brother was like, dude, you got to watch out for this Rob Gronkowski guy. Like, he's going to be a monster in the NFL. And then he was. You know, even even before, you know, I mean, it's crazy. Like he's so young and he's still currently playing, but there's been talks about him being the greatest tight end of all time, arguably. You could make a claim. Yeah, no, I'm not saying he is. I'm just saying, you know, I I could I could hear the arguments for it and not really fight uh-huh. it. I mean, it's like, oh, well, it's hard yeah. hard to deny. <laughs> but I mean, the numbers are going to be there. Yeah, four time champion. Yeah. And you know, and he, he wasn't just a monster catcher tight end too. He's a great blocker. Uh-huh. So, all right, moving on. Four and eight Bears taking on the nine and three immunized Packers. Over under at forty three. Green Bay favorite at minus twelve and a half. You play David Montgomery, maybe Darnell Mooney. I don't know. Chicago's a fucking mess, man, for fantasy and real life. Absolutely. Yeah. And real life. I think you could play both yeah. those guys. I did rank. I know I did my rankings late, so they aren't updated here. But I did rank Allen Robinson this week at nine thousand, so he dropped two thousand. <laughs> sounds about right. You know how many fantasy points he has on the year? Six. Probably like six. He's got eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> on that, the whole year. That almost sounds made up. <laughs> 18. I looked it up today. I was like, it was no, bugging no, I mean, me. It's just crazy to me because, uh, like like I've been saying all year, if his name wasn't Allen Robinson, he'd be rostered in zero leagues. But other side of the ball, you play Aaron Rodgers, play Aaron Jones, play A.J. A.J. Dillon, man, he he's like an RB2 with upside. You know, I, I, I think he's really carved himself a role in that offense. So I think you can play A.J. Dillon. You play Devontae. Now, MVS is my question because I think with Randall Cobb out, with uh, Lazard not good, and Big Bob Tunyon gone, I think MVS might be a sneaky wide receiver three flex kind of thing out there. I, I mean, you could do worse, but you know, against Chicago, Chicago's allowing twenty three on average twenty three points a game to the. Uh, wide receiver position. So, you know, I don't know. You got a double and triple team yeah. Devontae, so. Yeah, and he's got 19 targets the last two weeks. Here's the thing, though. He's somehow a receiver that can't catch the football. That's very true. Do you guys smell that? It's that 
it smells like fucking garbage truck juice. Because that's what he is. <laughs> I ain't touching MVS. I just needed the I just I just needed it because I'm I'm forced to play him this week in fantasy and I just wanted someone else to say, Yeah, he might be okay. <laughs> Not here. <laughs> Bark up another tree. <laughs> Fair enough. And the last game we got for tonight, the eight and four Rams taking on the ten and two Arizona Cardinals. Arizona favorite at minus three. Vegas has the over under at fifty one and a half. Which might be a little bit high. I, I think this game's not. I think this game might not be as high scoring as uh, Vegas implies. But you know, you play Matt Stafford despite the tough matchup. Arizona allowing they are the thirtieth best. So that means they're the second best, third best defense against the quarterbacks. But you play Stafford. Now my question is, it, the Henderson stuff's been kind of tough because, you know. Uh, they're saying he's hurt. They're saying he's okay. Sonny and Michelle look great. Like, so I kind of did my rankings weird. So, like, Henderson, I'm in that running back two range. You do too, Rome. But uh-huh. Michelle, I got him as, like, a running back three. So, okay, if Henderson's in, I don't want to touch Sony Michelle. If Henderson's out, I think Michelle's a, you know, high running back two. I agree. Remember when everybody said Michelle was going to take over the backfield? Yeah, I did. <laughs> a lot of people were saying that. This might be the time for that now. If Michelle Henderson's good a little banged up, they want to save him for the playoffs. Yeah, he looked great. Yeah, he looked really Fresh good. Fresh legs this late in the season, and then save Henderson a little bit extra, because they're going to probably make the playoffs, maybe. I mean, well, it helps that but Henderson. Four? Yeah, they'll make it. Henderson's been taking the beating, you know, all year. So, I mean, it's like you said, Michelle's got the fresh legs. And it's amazing how fresh legs look so good late in the season. You know, so uh-huh. that's why Todd Gurley really should be on a team because I know he's got he's got the knees of a seventy five year old man, but he has zero miles on those legs right now. He could be good for two three games. You hear that, San Francisco? I'm telling you, somebody somebody's gonna pick him up so late in the season, like You're... week eighteen. Yeah, and he's gonna just ball out in the playoffs because he's. Just waiting. Well, he's also one, in he, shape. he's one of the best, one of the best red zone running backs. Uh-huh. I mean, just absolutely dominant in the red zone. But anyways, play Cooper Cup, OBJ man again, the resurgence. OBJ man, like I, I never thought I, I have not ranked that man this high in a very long time. I got him at twenty four. And yeah. then, I think Van Jefferson, he, you know, he, he's more of a dart throw kind of guy. But I, I, I think. Uh, Run Deontay. Oh. oh, there's two seconds left. Never mind. Anyways, unless the game's over, I'm on a delay. Don't judge me. Anyways, my uh, Van Jefferson, because the thing that I like about Van Jefferson is they're, they save plays for him. It's kind of like, uh, okay, we need a guy to get us, you know, 50 yards on like a nice like slant or deep. You know, they're going to be covering Cooper. They're going to be covering OBJ, and here comes Van Jefferson out of fucking nowhere, and it's been great. It's been great for fantasy, so I, I, I think Jefferson could be a potential uh, flex play with some caution because there's also a chance he gets zero. His floor is absolute zero, so. Oh, Friar Muth, why it, it didn't you catch that? <laughs> it hasn't been for a while, though. I mean, ever since week seven, he's got 14. 
11, 7, 8, 18, and 16 points. Mm -hmm. And he hasn't had less than six targets since week eight. He had six, but every other week he's had seven, eight, and nine. So he's getting used more than he was early in the season. I mean, I get what you're saying there, but the usage is going up in a promising direction. Well, I appreciate you defending my honor like that. So thank you. And then Tyler Higby. I you know I want to love Tyler Higby, but you can't. I don't know. Look elsewhere for tight end. Yeah, shitty. Other side of the ball, Kyler Murray looked out at four touchdowns last week. Man, the Rams defense not as dominant as we thought they'd be. So I mean, you fire up Kyler Murray, James Conner. He's a great play. Love James uh-huh. Conner. Chase Edmonds. It, if Chase Edmonds plays, would you play him, Rome? No. Fish, would you be interested if he was in? Not this week. Yeah. I want to see how healthy he is and how they use him now that we know James Conner's doing so well. Exactly. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, Rome, you got him in the top 10. I I got him right outside my top 12. I just, I don't know. He He's kind of banged up. He did score, was it one or two touchdowns last week? So that was, you know, good to see him back, but... I don't know. I I did have a tough time ranking him that low because it's DeAndre Hopkins. Like, like when I typed it into the thing, the little paperclip guy popped up and said, "Are you sure you want this ranking for him?" And it's like, <laughs> uh, I guess. But, I mean, what what? Why do you have him so low? You have him so low because of the Jalen Ramsey Jalen Ramsey treatment. Jalen Ramsey has owned Hopkins a couple times, so. Yeah, or, I put him yeah. at sixteen. Ooh, you're even lower than me. Mm-hmm. I just think that he's not getting – he hasn't been getting the, the same targets he used to be getting. I mean, like, the last two games he played, granted he's been off for four weeks, one of them was a bye. But the last two games that he did play, he had two targets each game. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, he had a touchdown last week, which kind of salvaged his game. But two targets, like, they're kind of looking elsewhere. and That's my biggest thing. I think he could obviously – he's DeAndre Hopkins, right? He could finish as a – the wide receiver one on the week. But yeah. it's just tough when you're not getting used as you used to be. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, uh, DeAndre Hopkins is an absolute monster. He, like you said, he could easily be the wide receiver one this week because he's DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, Christian Kirk, flex-ish. I don't know, man. Kirk's been so bad lately. You know, he, he looked like he was kind of coming along, and now that like Rondale Moore is hurt, you know, Kirk, Kirk was kind of having some semblance of a good season, but nah. And then uh, you play Zach Ertz. E. Cool. You guys got anything else? That's it. No, sir. Well, I uh, I just lost because I took Pittsburgh plus three. That didn't pan out for me. I'm not good at betting right now. So, you know, I don't know. I hate my life, but. No, you don't. We're still here. We're still here. Next week, fantasy playoffs begin for most leagues, so we're going to keep guiding that fantasy penis of yours out there into the, you know, the rectum that is the fantasy playoffs. So, but again, uh, thank you so much for listening, guys. We love you. Thank you for your support. Hey, you know what? We did that little Spotify roundup thing. I didn't post anything about it, but I was sharing it with you guys in the group chat. And our listenership has grown. So, hey, all you new listeners out there, Thank you for joining us and hanging out with us this year. We really appreciate it. But you know what we would also appreciate? Tell your friends. Tell your friends to listen to the show. Now, I know you want to keep us as your little secret. 
because you like our little tips and our jokes and you want us to be your little, you know, but hey, we're an independent podcast and we would love to do this full time for you guys. Because then think about how firm that dick would be if we could put 40 hours of work week into this. The firmest but, dick. Yeah. The, the firmest of hard dicks. So Extra firm. Yeah. So tell your friends, please leave us a review on Apple or Spotify. But again, tell your friends, spread the word. We love it. And we love the interaction with you guys. This has been so much fun for us. And, you know, we're almost there. We've been talking for hours this year for you guys. Giving you free content. Like a hooker. Actually, really? hookers get paid. We're just, we're just slutty girls at a bar. <laughs> just giving it away for free. So, guys, just give us some love and show it and spread it. Tell your friends. Like I said, I know you want us to be your little dirty secret, but no. You tell your friends. You tell your friends to listen to the fantasy football show, the dirtiest of fantasy talk. So again, thank you so much for listening, guys. Get us on socials, filthy elf, filthy f ball show on Twitter, filthy fantasy football show on Instagram. Send in your emails to filthy fantasy football show at gmail.com. And again, thank you so much, guys. King Josh, Josh King. Good night. Big roll. Fantasy fish. Have a good one, y'all. <laughs>